0: This podcast sponsored by Prime Super. Straightforward superannuation solutions that empower you to grow, manage and protect your wealth and retirement income. That's Prime Super. Go to primesuper.com.au to learn more. Around the world, more and more nursing support workers are being added towards to address ongoing staff shortages, but there is little known about their impact. That's the issue Australian researchers hoped to help tackle through new research into the addition of unregulated staff. Study lead Professor Christine Duffield joins me now to discuss the study. Christine, you said the the effects of the addition of unregulated nursing support workers on nurse, patient and system outcomes are not well documented. Uh, What are some of the current blind spots?
1: Blind spots are that we have usually not added staff to wards. What we've usually done is replaced regulated like a registered nurse with an unregulated worker like an assistant in nursing. Mm -hmm. Um, but, But there isn't an endless supply of registered nurses. So we are facing some workforce shortages and we do need to think about how we might then restructure our ward staffing. So it seemed reasonable that adding someone, so not replacing a member of staff, but adding an additional unregulated worker might have improved outcomes. It would have given nurses more time to spend time with patients, to spend on perhaps some more higher level tasks. The assistant in nursing might have been able to answer the call bills more rapidly, spend more time with patients, etc. So the gap is we don't know and we didn't know when we started the research whether that would have a positive effect or not, adding somebody to the workforce.
0: So you looked at five wards where nursing support workers had been added and and looked at that against a group of five wards where there were no nursing support workers. So what were the benefits of adding these workers?
1: Well, in some of the qualitative results, we found that nurses, regulated nurses, registered nurses, did find that they, were, that they were useful, that they missed them when they weren't there, mm-hmm. that they certainly assisted in, uh, in providing some basic care. But that was in the, in the interview part of the data. That's not what we, what we found in the rest of the study. Is When we looked at the adverse events for patients, unfortunately they, there was a negative impact on what happened with patients.
0: What were some of the the negative outcomes?
1: We found that on a ward where an an unregulated worker was added to the system, that there was a higher rate of urinary tract infections and pneumonia, which are are things that nurses can intervene. They can prevent those from happening because they're there all the time. They see deterioration, they note it, they report it, and it's managed very quickly. Mm -hmm. So there was some adverse events where the rates went up. There were some reasons for that potentially that would explain it. It may be that those nursing support workers were added towards where staffing was already not stable, where they mm-hmm. had vacancies, for example, where they had heavier patients and required uh, more skilled nursing than they were getting. It may also be that, that the nursing were actually specialing patients, which means they were looking after one particular patient that was either heavy or had some serious issues. Like, for example, a patient with dementia who's wandering on an acute medical surgical ward is a problem. And so you have a, an assistant in nursing specialing them to make sure that they don't go and interfere with other, pa- other patients and their and their treatments. So there's some reasons why they might not have improved outcomes but we did start the study assuming that adding someone to help registered nurses would improve the care.
0: So all in all adding nursing support workers to ward staffing did, did not lead to improvements in patient care. Why might we be seeing that? Why why isn't added help uh, improving clinical outcomes on, on, a, on a broader scale?
1: Some reasons for that probably are, or potentially would be that we've added somebody who was not familiar with the ward routines or with the staff. So we've taken somebody who perhaps hasn't worked on that unit before and asked them to provide care for a particular shift. So they're not part of the basic ward staff. They're not part of the team training. They're not part of the the knowledge of that ward and the knowledge of the patients. They come in, they do a shift, and they go out. So there could be the lack of integration of that that member of staff. There could be a problem with the continuity of care. Somebody comes in and provides a care for that shift and then isn't seen again. So, And they're an unregulated worker, so the level of skill that they would have would be significantly less than a registered nurse. So they wouldn't be expected to pick up a patient deteriorating, but they may well still be um, at a patient's bedside. Um and, but unable to pick up that the patient was deteriorating until it was perhaps too late. So there's there's things about outside staff coming in for a very short duration. They don't get an orientation. They don't feel like they're part of a the team. They might not get much in the way of handover of a patient's condition. And they're certainly um, unregulated, so they don't, they're not experienced and they're not at the same level of education as a registered nurse. We also designed the study with an assumption that if you added someone who was an unregulated worker to a ward that they would probably be involved in rounding so that they would do a round of every patient on that ward perhaps every hour or every half an hour depending on the ward circumstances mm-hmm. so that they would they would get to see all the patients patients knew that they were coming around every hour if the patient needed to, for example, go to the toilet or wanted to get out of bed, they knew someone was going to come back within the hour and they perhaps wouldn't push the call bell. So we did assume that that was the model of care that would be implemented, but of course it wasn't. They found themselves either part of a team, but they were not really a team member, or they found themselves more frequently looking after one patient with special needs. And so what
0: advice would you give to a hospital considering adding nursing support workers to wards?
1: Well, there's since been some research done by Linda Aiken in the United States and she's found the same thing. So my sense is that while it seems like a good idea to add someone to assist staff, that's not what two studies have now found. So the advice is that probably it's if you if you were going to go down that road, you would need to be very careful about how you implemented it. So you would probably want to ensure that it was a member of staff who was added to a ward that was always on that ward and was part of that ward staff and was very, very clear what their role was and what their activities were, and you would probably give them the task of of rounding, you know, going around once every hour to see every patient, see if they needed anything. You probably would not... Have them come in to do a shift on a ward, um, which is, you know, a lottery and it's very, very random. And by the time they get used to knowing what that ward is about and perhaps what the patient is about, the shift is, is passed and they're not part of the team. They're not integrated. They don't know what's going on in the rest of the team. So the advice would be, if we go down that that road, that they would need to be assigned permanently to a ward to assist the registered and enrolled nursing staff.